0: If you're in the financial red zone, and that's five to 10 years away from retirement, it's more important than ever to make sure your retirement plan is in place. On today's show, we've got some tips to help shore up that game plan to help you score big in retirement right after this.
1: And now, Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. Welcome in everyone. This is Wealth Health Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joe Murphy is here. Joe is a investment advisor representative, independent fiduciary with Murphy Wealth Management. MWMFinancial.tax is the uh, is the website where you can find all sorts of great information. And uh, I'll just say, hey, Joe, what's going on?
0: Well, Steve's starting to get a little bit excited. We're coming up on the my favorite part of the year with all the eating holidays. Oh, so yeah. Thanksgiving, Christmas, got birthday dinners in there. So I'm really excited. I love that. It's, I call it man season. So <laughs> a lot of fun like for that. me. I yep, like that. I like that. Good time.
1: <laughs> and, and, you know, you talked about um, making sure your plan is in place and you're going to score big, you know, because, uh, you know, it's coming up on the end of uh, what college football here pretty
0: quick it is isn't it amazing but you know a college hoops start for me so oh, yeah. i'm a i'm a big hoops fan so i love following uh college basketball so i'll be you know glued to uh to my panthers all year so, all so right. i have to follow them very fun
1: so we're going to dig into uh, th- just uh, basically getting into uh, you know that financial red zone or, or as you say retirement red zone and you know we've got to Sort of bring it all together, and uh, let's just go through some, well, what we'll call them time-honored savings tips, retirement savings tips. What do you think?
0: Love it. Love it.
1: So I think we ought to start. The biggest thing that everybody's dealing with today, or not dealing with, but the biggest tool that I think a lot of us have is that 401k and, you know, putting money in there. And then there are other things we can do as well to put a little more money in there.
0: There is. I think when it comes to retirement plans, like workplace retirement plans, Steve, probably the most common question that we get from new clients uh, that come into Murphy Wealth is, how much should I be contributing to my 401k? um we've talked on this show prior you know on prior shows about 401k contributions and, and one of my rules of thumb is you want to at least contribute up to that match um that would be the bottom rung in 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 my opinion at least um because it's free money you know i, I would never it's like walking down the street and not picking up you know a hundred dollar bill it's free right. money your employer is matching you want to take advantage of that But here's where it goes off the rail a little bit, Steve, and and people are unsure about what to put into these retirement plans. Because remember, they have very specific rules. Once you put that money into that retirement plan, you can't just be like, oh, you know what? I put too much in. I made a mistake. I need that money for this bill. I got to take it out. Now all of a sudden you're paying penalties, you're paying taxes, or you're borrowing off your own money and paying an interest rate for no reason. So here's the rule of thumb that we like to use for our clients, a plan, a budget, know what you can put in. We love the ability to have that match, but should you be putting in extra? And I think that is specific to each person's individual circumstances and their budget. That allows you and once you get that budget dialed in, Steve, a financial plan is one of the most important things that, that you can have because it gives you those parameters or those buffers of what you can safely sock away for your future self. And you don't have to worry about trying to rob your own piggy bank if things get tough because you've budgeted for it. And that really is the most critical aspect of contributing to these retirement plans um, that, that we share with our clients. Um, There's so many different options when it comes to saving for retirements, but that 401k, that 403b, 457, those are the mainstays that people use to build their wealth for retirement. So knowing that, we want to make sure that contribution is dialed in and whether it's, you know, contributing up to the match or a maximum contribution with your catch up up to $30,000, it's going to be individually tailored. And that's what we do here at Murphy Wealth.
1: Well, here we are, like you said, heading into holiday season, the end of the year. It's time to really take a good look at what what needs to be done before the end of the year, and and what are some things that we should be doing if if we're getting close to retirement with our four hundred one k. I mean, you said you know contribute to the mat or contribute to the max
0: if you can. Absolutely, and and one of the the main things is you should be doing maintenance on your four hundred one k every single quarter at the very least, and that would include you know rebalancing is a huge one. Um, because there's going to be shift over time. Some asset classes are going to perform better, some are going to perform worse, and it's going to take your asset allocation out of whack. And a lot of people use that age base. You know, I'm 60 years old, that means I should only have 60% in equities, 40% in bonds. Well, let's just say one asset class outperformed another, and now your percentages are a little bit off. So you want to make sure that you're rebalancing that 401k or that portfolio to make sure those asset classes are in line with your current age and your time horizon that's how long you have until you need to actually start pulling that money so two very important factors that you want to consider rebalancing maintaining and making sure that those that investment mix inside your 401k is reflective of your current situation and your future needs
1: and if you've been p- contributing to a 401k for years and you haven't really given it much thought, because at the beginning of this, when you started that, that, that job with that 401k, you were told, at least I was told, yes, all of your funds will be going into a target date fund. You need not worry beyond today.
0: Boo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, I know, and I, you know what, I shouldn't boo, because the target date funds are very popular. Well, but of course they are, because they're easy. They're easy. They're bundled. and And remember when when cell phones really started getting hot and they came out with like these bundled plans? Yes. And then when you analyzed it, you're actually paying more for, you know, services that you don't even use. Um you know, as an investment advisor, it's it's almost like, some training wheels for me. And I'm not a big target date fund because most of them are a little bit expensive. You know, that that portfolio manager doesn't know you, doesn't know your situation. They're just going to drive it according to that prospectus or, or, you know, whatever whatever shift that they're looking at. So to me, it, it's much better to do it individually, but I get why they're popular. Oh, and like sure. you said, set it and forget it. But whenever you have set it and forget it, you might be buckling in for a very rough roller coaster ride. So it makes sense to me um, to have a professional, someone that understands investments, someone that understands your situation, to take a look at what options are available. Remember, these 401ks, Steve, there's not a ton of options in there. You know, There might be 15 choices and half of them are the target date funds. So where do you go to? That usually is a signal to me. If I study a client's retirement plan in their workplace and I'm looking at very limited investment options or only maybe these target date retirement funds that are matched up to your target retirement date i may look at saying you know what let's let's get the match here let's go outside to an ira or you know a roth ira where we can have unlimited investment options so we can really partner up that account with your needs and goals to me it's customization it's making sure that everything has a purpose and everything is doing what it's supposed to do every dollar that you save steve is a little soldier working for you you want those soldiers working for you oh my gosh yep letting them on a roller coaster ride doesn't make much sense to me but that's the difference of taking a little time spending time on this as opposed to just saying you know what i'm going the easy route Absolutely.
1: And, uh, you know, in the last week or so, uh, the IRS has come out and said, we're going to up the uh, contribution limit in the 401k to 23,000 next year.
0: Yeah, 23,000. So they're giving us the room to put in. And just remember, when you're contributing to these retirement plans, a lot of people are like, well, you know, what? this is fantastic. I'm not paying any taxes on the on the growth. It's growing in there. The time to pay the piper on these qualified plans, and that's any pre-tax plan, is going to be when you distribute those funds to yourself. That is when the taxation rears its ugly head. And remember, that our government gets to determine their share of your money at a future date. We are at historically low tax rates right now, believe it or not. January 1st, 2026, that game could change with the debt that our country is running. And right now, our debt for the last 10 years has been outpacing our gross domestic product, um, we know that there's probably higher taxation on the horizon. So for everyone that save, save, save the lion's share of their money in these pre-tax accounts, when it comes time down the road to pull this money, now you are at the mercy of the government and what tax rates they've decided. That's another thing for me, Steve, to say, maybe we should be putting a little bit more into Roth. And if you have all your money sitting in a pre-tax account, you may want to consider a Roth conversion or allocating some of these new contributions into a Roth IRA. And notice I said Roth IRA, not Roth 401k. Aha, big difference there. Big difference. And the main difference is you're still going to have the rules that are associated with the Roth, but the investment options. So inside your 401k, you're limited on that Roth portion to the investments in the 401k. A Roth IRA, you have unlimited investment options. You can build a really fun portfolio that's aggressive, knowing that all future earnings down the road, as long as you satisfy the rules of 59 and a half in five years um, since the first deposit, that is all tax-free. You've unhandcuffed yourself from future taxation just by setting up a sidecar account to hold deposits. You can get a little bit more aggressive. Your aggressive position should all be in that Roth. Folks, if we've piqued your interest on
1: your 401k and things that you can do and maybe it's time that you do, this is the time to give Joe a call and and grab a spot on the calendar.
0: Yeah, Steve, thank you for that. And, and guys, like it or not, you know we live in a rapidly changing world. I mean, it's dizzying sometimes. And our retirement that we dreamed of may be in jeopardy. What we thought we could depend on may not be there. The goalposts keep shifting, and it gets difficult to get a handle on what's real and what's a lie, especially when it comes to our money. How do some people maneuver through tricky environments while others succumb to misdirection and influence? It's all about the correct advice and planning. I'm gonna say that again, it's all about the planning. So where do you go and who can you trust? When it comes to money, a great place to start is a fiduciary. So common questions that I normally get is, Do I have enough saved for retirement? Will my money last for the rest of my life? These are not questions that can be answered without a thorough analysis from a qualified retirement planner. Having a fiduciary level is even better. So for the next 10 callers during this break, um, we have a very special offer for you guys. You guys are gonna receive a complimentary consultation with me, a fiduciary financial advisor. This is your chance to ask all those burning questions or just get a confirmation on. Your current course of plan. Um, these 10 callers are also going to receive that Social Security risk score. We've been talking ad nauseum every week because we want to get the word out there. On these potential reductions of future social security benefits we are doing risk scores to see if your situation or your plan could be in jeopardy due to the loss of that valuable social security benefit in 2033 this is your opportunity next 10 callers you will get hooked up with our reception you will schedule a 15-minute phone call with me joe murphy and you will get All those burning questions answered, and we will take the steps that you need to take to get that retirement of your dreams. Steve, next 10 callers, give them that magic number, and we'll get to work.
1: You got it, Joe. 800-930-5905. That's 800-930-5905. The goal here at the show is just that, helping you make the best decision for you. If you've got questions about what we're talking about today or how it might apply in your own situation, Joe would love to hear from you. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. Quick break for us. We're back. Joe Murphy and Wealth Health
0: Radio continues right after this. Inflation is taking a toll on most of us, particularly those in or near retirement. Coming up next, we'll look at what changes are needed in your plan to keep up with inflation and secure the retirement you always wanted.
1: We are back on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Steve oh, Of course, uh, Wealth Health Radio and Joe Murphy, all part of uh, Murphy Wealth Management, where Joe is, uh, well, you're the big guy. Well, at least you... Appear that way, I well, I know there's a more to the story, Joe.
0: <laughs> there is. There's brains behind this operation, and and that those brains belong to my wife Amber. She's the one that really runs the the ship. A lot of people don't know we are a woman owned business. You know, my wife owns oh, yeah. the majority of this company, and and I love that. I think yeah. it's awesome. But much smarter than me. I'm just the mouthpiece here. But <laughs> love to work with people and love to improve situations.
1: Steve. Absolutely. And you know, so we're gonna get in. We talked about inflation, and you know, we've got a Plan for the costs of getting into retirement and, and then, you know, with, once that's figured out, we've got to figure out income and how are we going to generate that income, Joe, and, 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 and continue to generate that income throughout retirement. And I know that there are solutions out there that can help us do that.
0: Oh, Steve, that is an awesome, awesome point. Yes, retirement income planning. That's really what it boils down to, isn't it? What kind of money you're gonna get in your pocket? Yeah. And is that potential income subjected to threats that may or may not be in your control? We talk about you know, the potential shortfall of social security. Um, we talk about investment volatility. We talk about maybe interest rates won't be this high forever so what else is out there and that brings me to something that is very hot 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 right now and those are those fixed indexed annuities Um, as a fiduciary financial advisor we do use these things in our plan and i love them they're fantastic historically steve we've never seen these things with rates this high, and and, you know- So when you say
1: never, I mean, you're more than 20 years in this,
0: never? Yes, I've never seen rates this high on these fixed index annuities. They're just like skyrocketing, and look, you know, if you just look at the overall sales in this country of people and retirees that are purchasing these fixed index annuities, Steve, it's off the charts. They broke a historic record, I think $182 billion through the first six months of 2023. People are flocking to indexed annuities for safety, the guarantees, and most importantly, the lifetime income. It is all about income planning when it comes to retirement. And there's so many different schools of thought, Steve. We've talked on the show in the past about the 4% rule um, by Bill Bangin back in 1993. And that safe withdrawal rate out of your investment accounts or out of your IRAs or portfolios or your total investment holdings or retirement holdings is that 4%, that general guideline. People look at it as a rule, it's more like a theory. It was based on a very specific portfolio, 50% 50% government bonds, 50% large cap stocks, and said, hey, you take 4% out, you're good to go for 30 years. Unfortunately, that 4% rule was historically started in 1993 and was looking at historicals from 1963, 30 years, all the way up to that date. We're in a very different uh, <laughs> yes, investment environment are. right now. So people are looking for solutions. And these indexed annuities, while not always this attractive, the rates that they have right now are ridiculous, in my opinion. Um, and, and what I'd like to do, Steve, is kind of maybe take a little time here and, and educate our, our listeners that maybe tuning in here. Are these things good? Are these things bad? And, and maybe give a little breakdown on why we think it could be a very important addition to your retirement plan. Okay, let's dig in.
1: So when you well, talk, first about I, I think we all kind of understand what an annuity is, but what makes that a fixed
0: index annuity? Good question, Steve. A fixed index annuity. So, there's a couple different types of annuities, and I'll just run through them real quick so everyone's on the same page. First is a fixed annuity, just a traditional fixed annuity, very, very similar to a CD or certificate of deposit. It pays a fixed interest rate every single year. Um, Your money grows tax deferred, unlike a CD. So, interest and growth are all tax deferred inside that annuity. You're going to pay taxes when you pull it out on the gains. Um, But you're looking at a fixed interest rate. The second kind, this is very popular with my investment advisor brethren and broker dealers and brokers, the variable annuity. So these are actually investment linked. You're actually going to invest in mutual funds inside of the annuity. Um, I am not a big fan of the variable annuities, number one, because they're very expensive. They have additional fees in there, mortality and expense, administrative, plus each mutual fund then carries a fee. I do not like, no matter what something does, I do not like excessive fees because excessive fees add up and they eat into profits from my clients. So I really started gearing in towards these fixed indexed annuities, a um, lot less fees. Here's the difference between a variable annuity, which is investment linked, and a fixed indexed annuity, which is not. The indexed annuities mirror market returns. They have specialized indices that they create inside the the annuity, and they will give you upside market potential based on that index performance. But there is one big difference. Steve, there is no market risk. You cannot lose a dime. You can only stair step up. These annuities also have something called an annual reset some are two years but most of the ones that we use here reset annually which means after that very first year your product is going to reset at current index levels so let's just say you had a real with market had a really terrible year you didn't lose any money but you're not sitting at a level way, way, way up high like you would be if you just had an investment account or a variable annuity. You get to reset at current market levels and then ride that for the next year. That annual reset is wonderful because it creates a stair step up. There is no negative year returns that will interfere with your performance. You will only grow these things. But there are some bad indexed annuities there's some good ones and there's some bad ones steve there's thousands of them so how do we as advisors search for the best fit for our clients that's a great question it is a great question we're independent that is the number one thing that i think a lot of consumers need to take a look at is you don't want someone that can only sell one or two companies you want someone that has the entire menu available and as advisors with experience we start learning which ones of these things are actually performing, which ones may have you know, fees that, that really eat into performance or which ones just are not you know, low income payers. We understand which ones are good, which ones are not. But the main thing is, is my allegiance is not to any of these insurance companies. My allegiance is to my client. I don't care which one we use as long as that company is a rated and does what my client needs but there are some stinkers out there so you have to beware and i wanted to go through a couple things that you should look at if you are considering an annuity okay number one the big selling point for every remember these things are commission based so you know there's an incentive to sell these things the number one thing that that some advisors and some brokers use to sell is called a bonus Um, maybe it's 10%. I've seen them right now. We were talking about historically high rates. I just saw a company with a 16% upfront bonus credit. What that means, Steve, is that uh, 16% bonus, let's just say you put in 100 grand, your day one starting balance is 116,000. But again, just like when the government gives us tax deferral upfront, they're going to get something on the back end. When you take one of those huge upfront bonuses, they may lower your participation rate or maybe lower your ability to earn interest because they're giving you something upfront. So sometimes a bonus may be used as like a rescue. If you're in a really cruddy annuity and you can't get out, we can use that bonus to leverage out, but just knowing the bonus products may have lower overall participation rates or lower caps. The insurance companies are out to make money. So they're going to they're gonna figure a way, if they're giving you something, how to get it out on the back end. So beware of bonus annuities, not saying they're bad, just know what you're getting into. If you're looking for pure growth, you're not looking for a rescue, you may not want a bonus because you're going to have higher caps and higher participation rate, ultimately a higher uh, probability of earning money um, in a non-bonus annuity. Um, participation rates, I just said a word that maybe people may not be familiar with. What participation rates is the percentage of the index growth that you get to enjoy. So if the participation rate is 50% and the index returns 10, your annuity will credit 5. Most of the participation rates that we use are at 135%, 150%, so you actually get over what the index uh, posts. It's these things are really, really interesting and very intricate and very complex. But again, I'm going to go back to you want an independent advisor. And Steve, I'd like to run through because I just placed one of these for for a client and it was a really interesting case study. So if you don't mind, I was just going to go through. Yeah, let's dig into this. So this gentleman came to me probably about a month and a half ago and we were working on a retirement plan and he had about I'm just going to focus on the IRA because this was the main where we incorporated the annuity. So he had about $800,000 in his IRA. We were taking a look at generating income in about a year and a half. So knowing the 4% rule and the guideline, and I'm usually between three to even 6%, depending on investment returns for that year. So we knew based on an $800,000 account, we could get him 32 to $40,000 a year. Um, but there's no guarantee on that. It, it doesn't matter how well I invest or what I do, there's always a chance of loss when you're investing in the stock market, whether you have blue chips or whatever, there's still risk on that. But we could generate between 32 and 40 grand on the investment side. Okay. So I plugged in one of these annuities and I never go all in on anything, we use them as a hedge. We took $400,000. I ran an illustration with an A-rated company to show him what kind of income this annuity could generate. And by the way, this gentleman was 64 years old. So 64-year-old throws half into the annuity, half into the investment. I call that a split concept. So we have 400 grand riding in the market, 400 grand hedged against market risk, but it also had an income rider on it. So we wanted to defer this thing for about a year and then turn income on. In one year, the income for this now 65-year-old would have been about $33,000 guaranteed every single year for the rest of his life. And uh, on that note, let's uh, go ahead and wrap it up this segment. And uh, again, folks, give us a call yeah absolutely guys and there's a couple things we want to talk about indexed annuities and again they are hot 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 so you have you have i'm sorry if you have questions about annuities or you actually own an annuity especially if you bought an annuity between 2018 and 2021 during that historically low rate environment these annuities right now are offering insane rates so absolutely 100 percent give us a call we will run a free illustration to see if there is a possibility to rescue out of that low interest product and get you into something that can move with these different rates right now steve next 10 callers you can you can call the show we will absolutely get that consultation going for you We will get to work rocking and rolling, Steve. Give him that magic number.
1: 800-930-5905, 800-930-5905. And, again, the goal here at the show, helping you make the best decision for you. If you've got questions about what we're talking about, that fixed index annuity, yes, Joe is there for you. Give him a call. Come on in, sit down, and learn. 800-930-5905, 800-930-5905. We do have to take a quick break. We're coming back. More Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy right after this
0: the closer we get to retirement the more we need to make sure our plan is helping to keep our money safe when we come back some ideas and strategies that could help us do just that right after this
1: We're back on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall having a great time today. And I'll tell you what, Joe, they, that segment, last segment on on uh, fixed index annuities and and all of the you know surrounding products, if you will, around that. I mean, what an amazing thing! And I'm just going to remind folks if you missed that segment not to worry. It's a podcast. It's available for you wherever you get a podcast. You can find it on Joe's website, mwmfinancial.tax, or anywhere you get a podcast, Apple, iHeart, wherever. And uh, again, check that out because that's something that you want to share with folks. I I would anyway. I mean, I'm going to, because I'm going to put it on my podcast.
0: (laughs) You know what? And that is appreciated, Steve. And, and, you know, we get calls all all throughout the country and that's a lot of fun to talk to different people. Um, But with those index annuities, remember, like anything, pros and cons, good and bad. It's Mm -hmm. not all good. It it just has to be the right fit. And you have to have someone that understands how to explain not only all the good things like the bonus and, you know, the income, but also the surrender schedule, any fees that are associated. You want to know it so you can make a, a good decision based on what you want to accomplish during your retirement. And that's what we do is we educate. So I love breaking down these things. You know, I helped design these annuities way back. I worked for an insurance company. So to me, um, they're like a right hand. It's not my first and foremost, because I love the investment side, but when it comes to retirement planning you know it, it these products out there have come a long way and right now because interest rates are so high they're just extremely attractive right now oh, that's yeah. why i wanted to throw that out there steve because i know there's someone out there that bought an annuity in 2019 that's looking at their returns going this thing sucks <laughs> pardon my french but yeah. that's why because the rates were so low so there is an opportunity to rescue and, and you know doing a 1035 or a replacement. Although it has to be in your best interest, it is doable. And that's, again, where that bonus may come in to help offset any losses. Because remember, annuities have a surrender schedule. So if you're in that surrender schedule and you want to move out, you're going to take a hit. But that bonus can be used to offset that so there is no net loss for the client getting that move and getting into a higher interest rate annuity.
1: It's interesting that the bonus can go both ways. It can work for you, or or work not really against you, but you have to be aware of it. And I'm guessing that you explain that to people when you start talking about these fixed index annuities and the bonus.
0: We do. I like my clients to be able to to sell it back to me. I, I mean, oh, that's, and that's a great really, idea. Yeah, it does. I want them to be able to explain not only all the good that it does, but you know the the potential cons. And and like I said, that surrender schedule is a potential con. Um, again, you know, I like to match these things up with IRA money because they do have long-term limits. So a lot of people aren't going to be just saying, you know what, I got my $400,000 IRA annuity. I want to take 200 grand out of it. I don't care if it's in investments or bonds, you're going to get smoked. Um, and, and, the way to look at surrender penalties is look, you know, it's a guaranteed out. So with an investment account, there is no floor. You could be down 30% when you need to take that money out. At least, you know. The percentage, whether it's you know 8% or 7%, they decrease every single year in most of these schedules. But you know exactly, worst-case scenario, if you did need to get at that IRA money in bulk, um, what you would be paying. So to me, it's just a, a built-in loss. If worst-case scenario happens and you need to get all that money out, you know exactly where you stand.
1: I like it. And one of the things we haven't really touched on today very much, and that's Social Security, and yeah. uh, especially when it comes to the risk score. I, you know, I've I mentioned this to other people, and most are not aware of what you're going to ta- tell us about with this risk score for Social Security. It's, I mean, it's a it's a big deal. Let me just say that.
0: It's a humongous deal, Stephen, you know, I'm a big history guy, so I always study the past to see if we can get any type of hints on what's going to happen with the future. And the last reform that we had was back in the late 70s. And then 1983, the big, the big Social Security bill, the big reform um but we had very similar situations going on in the, in the 70s remember you know we had loose monetary policies we had deficit finance war in vietnam um, there was an opec oil embargo driving up fuel costs shortages of grains it was a mess and you know jimmy carter in, in Congress decided that would be a good time to implement the COLA on, on Social Security oh, sure. right before inflation just started absolutely ripping. Um, and they initially projected with the reforms that that Carter did, Um, I think they, they, you know, just a couple minor, minor details, but they made some adjustments and they thought it was going to go till 2010. Well, 1983 rolled around and they didn't have, you know, a nine year run up like we have right now till 2033. They had a couple months to try and figure this out. Was it really that tight? It was tight. It was crazy. It was a nutty environment. Um, But there's a lot of similarities that we're seeing, although this situation is much more complex and much more dire. (laughs) So. (laughs) getting our politicians right now to, to really address this is, you know, with this big election coming up, they're going to use it as political warfare for sure. But are they actually going to do anything? No, I don't think either side wants to take a stance during these stakes in 2024. It's just going to be too, too much, too much ammunition to use on one side or against the other. Um, but you know, I was reading Steve before I get into the social security risk score, um, I was, I was reading the social security, um, I'm sorry, the Social Security report for 2023. So very interesting. Um and if you guys get a chance, uh NAPA, which is the National Association of Plan Advisors, has an incredible article on the analysis of the Social Security Trustees Report for 2023. And you can compare it back to the one in 1983 and see some of the similarities. But I want to hit on the top 4 um, of the social security report of 2023. Then okay. we'll get into why this risk score is important. Sure, that sounds um, good, I love it. Yep, so social security right now, according to 2023 um, a trustee report, uh, it's 11 years from insolvency. So social security cannot pay full benefits to most current retirees under the law. Uh, the trustees project the old agent survivors, the OASI, trust fund will deplete its reserves by 2033, including Social Security Disability Insurance, SSDI, and theoretically combined trust funds will both be insolvent by 2034. So, when today's like if you're 56 years old today um, when you reach the full retirement age and today's youngest retirees turn 73 that's going to be the insolvency so all beneficiaries are going to replace uh face upwards of a 20 percent across the board benefit cut that is scary steve that's Um, really scary it, it really is now is this going to remain unaddressed? I highly doubt it. And we know there's a couple options out there for them to look at, but the overall end result is not going to be full benefits. So a lot of these retirement plans, and, and, and I congratulate any of our listeners out there, that went to their advisors, got their retirement plan, and are ready to go, and you're in that retirement red zone, you've planned for everything, here is a threat that a lot of advisors are not considering, and that is potential Social Security reductions. Um, If your advisor did a plan and did a Monte Carlo simulation and said, you have a 99% chance, sure, you're going to make it, you won't run out of money, now you implement or you input a 20% reduction of your Social Security benefit now the odds of success go from 90 some percent down to a coin flip that is terrifying to oh me. oh my gosh that's terrible out of our control steve it's completely out of our control right now so what can we do with this time that we have ahead of us we have 10 years well basically nine and a little bit of change To plan for this. You give give an advisor time, we can overcome almost any obstacle. But if you wait, 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 wait until that last minute, like Congress notoriously does, you could be in some trouble. And, you know, a 20% reduction is going to impact you. Just think about it. What role will Social Security income play in your retirement? Will it be 40% of your retirement income? 50, 60. We've seen it all the way up to 70% of that retirement income. So, who is that going to affect? The people that really need it. And that's the scariest part for me. So, understanding what options are out there and how to gap plan around it is why we do the Social Security risk score to begin with. So, what is the Social Security risk score? It is a four page comprehensive report. We are going to break down your personal risk score you'll be able to compare it against your peers right on that report to see how you compare it to everyone else that's in your age bracket in your income bracket are you at higher risk or are you at lower risk what are the reasons is it longevity is it your ancillary savings what are the things that we can now focus on to help get you to a point if they do reduce benefits in 2033 you'll be able to sidestep go around it the only way we can do that is if we can identify if there is a problem in your situation in the first place steve enter the social security risk report. Sure, This is that four page report that I've been talking about for the last three weeks. And we want to get this education out here, Steve, because it is so valuable. It is going to show your risk score. It's going to also talk about what options that you may have to correct this potential reduction in your personal retirement plan. So if you've done a retirement plan with another advisor, or you're just curious to see, am I at at risk of these potential reductions? You may not be. And I will be the first to say, hey, Steve, congratulations, buddy. You are good to go. All right. But if there is an issue, Steve, then we need to have a conversation. And that conversation will have you leaving positive we want to have a positive impact. This is not a negative thing because we have time to plan. If this was around the corner or a month away, uh, my stomach would be twirling. Oh yeah, we have nine and a half years to figure this out because we will probably act way before Congress does. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> yeah, usually that's the way it goes, you know. Yeah.
1: Well, again, and and if someone wants that, uh, Joe, let's let's go ahead and open up the phone lines right now and invite Absolutely. them to call and, and and again grab that opportunity.
0: Yeah, and, and many of our listeners, you, you may have a financial advisor that, that you trust or that you're working with and you've done a retirement plan. However, just like back in nineteen eighty-three, um, we are again facing that potential reduction in social security benefit payouts. So what would a twenty-three percent reduction in one of your in your primary source of income with social security look like? Um, This has the potential to derail even the best-laid retirement plan. The good news is we have almost 10 years, well, nine and a half, um, until that old agent survivors trust fund is completely depleted. That provides a qualified advisor the ability to ensure that your retirement plan is immune to that looming threat. The only catch is you need to know if you're at risk or if you are gonna escape by these reductions with no problem at all. And that's what we're gonna do for the next 10 callers. You're gonna call into the show. We're gonna schedule a 15 minute consultation. I will run your risk report while we're on the phone. You'll get the email before we hang up. You will have that in your possession. You will be able to review it. We can then do a follow up phone call once you've had a, a chance to read through the report and answer all your questions and see, if there is a problem, what potential actions we can take to make sure that this does not uh, derail your retirement future. Steve, give our listeners that magic number and we'll get to work.
1: All right, Joe, 800-930-5905. While we're giving you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances, Joe said no cost, no obligation. Get this very important social security risk report by calling us right now, 800-930-5905, 800-930-5905. 5905. We're waiting for your call, folks. We're going to take one more break, come back and
0: continue with Wealth Health Radio and Joe Murphy right after this. When we come back, it's time for questions from our listeners. My favorite part of the show. Good stuff right after this.
1: welcome back this is our final segment on wealth health radio with joe murphy i'm consumer advocate steve sudall covering some ground today the social security report and the importance of that um fixed index annuities i got a lesson in that that was really good and uh, so now we've got uh, we've got some folks from or questions from listeners um and uh, let's just dig in what do you think Sure. Let's fire it up. All right. Oh, I want to mention Facebook first. I haven't mentioned oh, yes. that in a couple of weeks. Yeah. The Facebook, you just go out onto Facebook. I know you're there anyway. Look for Murphy Wealth Management. Give it a like. And and again, you'll smile when you go there. I promise.
0: <laughs> Lots of good quotes. Yeah. Um, I love that. They, they make me smile because I forget that I, I put those in there. And then when they run, um, I'm like, oh, yeah, I love that quote. Yeah. <laughs> so it does. It puts a smile on my face, too. Yeah. Well,
1: again, so folks, just check it out, and um, or the the other website mwmfinancial.tax. Um, all right, so we got some questions here. Arnie, uh, Arnie is wondering: uh, In two years, my wife and I will be sixty-seven years old and will be qualified to receive full Social Security benefits. Now, we have IRA accounts with a combined value of over one million dollars. How can my wife and I reduce income tax? When we start to withdraw from our IRA accounts during retirement years.
0: Oh, great question, Arnie. And this is this is very common. Um, the the million dollars that you've saved um, over time that's a that's a nice sum, but unfortunately, it's all pre tax money. And we were just talking in earlier segments when you're going to be taking that money out. The IRS does not care, Arnie. They don't. They're going to tax you at ordinary income tax rates, and depending on your state. You could also be paying state taxes. So over here in Indiana, we have to pay state taxes on annuities and pensions. In Illinois, you do not. So depending on where you're at, that's if you're going to get single-hit Fed or you're going to get the state taxes as well. Either way, there's no way around that um, for income. So what we want to do here, Arnie, is take a look at what we can do to create some tax efficiency in your situation. Um, knowing that you are actually FRA age, remember, every year after FRA age or full retirement age with your social security benefit, you're going to get about 8% more benefit by delaying um, your income when you're retired. Well, hopefully your earned income is at the floor unless you got a side gig, um, your income is going to be at the floor. So this gives us an opportunity, Arnie, to try and take a little heat off that account balance, that IRA balance of $1 million. So what I would like to do is take a look and run some hypotheticals to see what your situation would look like tax-wise if we filled some of those lower tax brackets once you leave work with some of this IRA money, allow you to defer Social Security a little bit longer and get that 8% bump up Take a little bit heat, you're going to pay less taxes with lower income brackets um, on the IRA earlier on than you would if you elected Social Security and tried to distribute this. Now you have double income, you get the Social Security income and the income from the IRA. So this would be a way that we would just run it a couple different ways. Look for efficiency. A lot of this is going to boil down to Arnie is what your life costs you. How much money do you actually need? And if we can defer social security promise, it's going to be in your benefit and also the benefit of the misses.
1: All right, Arnie, there you go. Give us a call. It's, it's 800-930-5905, Arnie. Do give us a call. And uh, let's see, we have got, uh, we've got we've um, got Richard uh, looking right now. He's wondering, uh, I'm considering an index annuity for future income. How can I tell if this annuity is the best for my situation?
0: Well, he's tuned into the right show at the right time. Yeah, you, you definitely hit the nail on the head. Um, fixed index annuities, what you want to look at. Um, number one, the main thing is going to be What you actually needed to do. If you're just looking for income, then you want one with an income rider. If you're looking for growth, then you want an entirely different type of annuity. Um, But let's just say this is the one that you need, an indexed annuity. The very first thing you want to do is see what the schedule is. How long is the surrender schedule? A lot of these are eight years, 10 years, 12 years. I've seen them as high as 17 years. Remember, there's a lot of variation from company to company and there are thousands of these things. So you wanna look at length and you wanna make sure you're comfortable with that schedule. That's gonna be number one. The longer schedule that you have, the bigger benefits the insurance company is willing to to part with. So, you know, understanding that it's a little bit of give and take with the insurance company. If you have no need of lump sum of this pile of money, then the surrender schedule really doesn't apply to you. The second thing you want to look at is how much does this thing cost? What are the fees? Um, a lot of the annuities have a chassis, which you get the tax deferred growth, maybe uh, you know, uh, income rider may be free, but they may have riders on there like legacy riders, death benefit riders that come at additional fees. You wanna know how much you are paying for this annuity and the bells and whistles that you want on it. That is really important because what you do not wanna do is fall in love with the bonus or the income level and then realize you're being charged 3% a year not the way to do it so you want to look at the fees you want to make sure you have the annuity that's going to match up to your needs and then you want to make sure that the company that you're dealing with is financially solvent and stable and has been for some time we only deal with a rated carriers um, at murphy wealth um, but that's not always the case depending on who you go to remember if you have a b-rated company they're going to do what they're gonna offer higher rates to attract because they don't have the financial stability of an A-rated company. You gotta be real careful. Don't always just go with the window dressing of the highest bonus or the biggest income because you may end up paying the price down the road if something happens with that insurance company. again. A-rated companies, the track record of solvency is really, really good. Um, I was hard pressed to find an A-rated company that failed throughout insurance company history. B, yes, but A-rated, no. So we always go with the A-rated financials and that's important to me because I'm not putting my clients hard-earned money with a company that doesn't have the financial backing.
1: Exactly, 800-930-5905. Richard, give us a call. And again, these are the kinds of things that that you sit down with folks every day and you're talking about this stuff, aren't you?
0: This is all I do. Yeah. (laughs) This is all I do. Sometimes I dream it and I'm seeing it. I wake Amber up and she's like, what are you even saying? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, That's all good though. Um, So let's check in with
1: Jose who is saying, uh, no, not gonna lie. I don't know a lot about taxes or 401ks. (laughs) Just learning as I listen. So I'm struggling to understand the advantage How does it help me if I still need to pay taxes when I withdraw the money later? Is there a strategy to this?
0: Well, hola, Jose. That is an excellent, excellent question, my friend. And I'm glad that you are listening to learn. That's what it's all about. I love the educational aspect of this industry. So hopefully I can teach you a couple things here, Jose. Um, Yes, you do need to still pay taxes. But here's the advantage of contributing to the 401k in that big term tax deferral. So when you put your money into that 401k, you are not paying taxes like you would on an individual investment account where you have to pay either short-term or long-term capital gains or on interest, you're going to get a 1099. All that interest, Jose, stays inside that 401k. So your interest is earning interest. It is a phenomenon called compounding interest. You get to take advantage of that. And it doesn't seem like a big deal. Big whoop, my 5% is earning interest now instead of me paying taxes on it. All that money stays bundled in there. Here's the ingredient that magnifies all this, Jose. It's time 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 that is the key ingredient when you have tax deferral and you have time you get exponential growth with a little cooperation and the right investment mix in that 401k you can boom these things so much that people don't realize the amount of growth that they've had inside their 401k but again you get something you pay something when is the time to pay the piper when you take it out but with correct planning jose this is where you can get one on over the government just like our friend arnie had that question is how do i distribute tax efficient a million dollars in retirement when it's all pre-tax the order that you take the money matters and if you can fill those lower tax brackets with this qualified money you may pay lower overall taxes for for good but Understanding this, planning, time, Jose, that's really where we want to have a a conversation with you, understand your situation, and we will get you going where you want to be.
1: All right, Jose, 800-930-5905 is the number. Let's see if we got time for one more quick one. Christina is uh, up next. Uh, she's wondering, what is your opinion of all the robo-advisor stuff I've been hearing about? Is AI taking over retirement, and should I look into it? Well, AI is like all the stuff,
0: right? Ooh, yeah, the AI is everywhere. And, you know, it, it's its definitely interesting to me. Um, we're, we're actually looking at maybe uh, adding an AI portfolio to Murphy Wealth. Um, I'm fascinated by them because it takes all our technical indicators and it plugs it in. And there's no way that you can possibly do technical and fundamental analysis and beat a computer but they don't have the human touch. You know, that's yes. the thing that separates us from the robots. Doing robot retirement planning makes zero sense to me. I've been doing this for so long, you realize the amount of customization it is required to get a person's or a couple's financial and retirement plan together. There's no there's no software that can do it effectively because everyone's different. Um, same thing with trading. Is it good for overall? Sure, I'm sure. You know, you look at some of these performances by these AIs, they're, they're good. Um, but it removes that human element. It's never going to understand you. It's never going to understand what you need. It's not going to understand if you have a life event, a time change that maybe you need to lessen that risk. We're working with a fiduciary financial advisor. We have that communication. We can get that portfolio to reflect your life now and also in the future.
1: All right. Well, that sounds good, Christina. Give us a call, 800-930-5905. And Joe, on that note, we need to wrap it up. What a show.
0: Yeah, we we had fun today, Steve, and we're going to do it one more time for the next ten callers into the show. You are going to get a ten, or I'm sorry, a fifteen minute consultation with me we will answer all those burning questions and it doesn't matter if it's retirement financial stock tax you call us and if i don't know the answer i promise you i'm gonna research it so next 10 callers into the show you are gonna be uh, cued into our reception you can schedule that uh, phone call we will uh, talk on our scheduled time and we will discuss what you want to discuss this is on your terms so you'll be able to ask those burning questions and you're gonna get an answer from a fiduciary steve give our listeners that magic number and we will get to work
1: all right joe 800-930-5905 it's advice like this that shows you how important it is to meet with a financial coach like joe who understands the ins and outs of all of the financial world take advantage of this opportunity to make sure you are on the right path a path that is based on your risk preferences your budget and, of course, your goals, 800-930-5905, 930 5905 Joe, again, fantastic show today, always one of my favorites to do, and, and uh, I, I just
0: always learn, that's, and I guess that's what it's all about, learning. It really is. You know, I'm constantly learning myself, so it's fun to be able to convey what I've learned with all our listeners here on AM 560. I hope everyone has a great week. Holiday season's coming, guys. I'm going to have to wear those corduroy pants with the the loose button so I can put the inches on Steve. I'm very excited for that. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later.